to this week's Precision Podcast. I'm joined today by my dear friend Joanne, uh, and Joanne is, uh, was trained as a nurse originally and currently works in health promotion. And I thought Joanne would be a really good person to talk to about the kinds of things that are going to help everyone who wants to make a change in their health uh, behavior. That is, whether it's regards to eating or, uh, but for, particularly for us, we're talking about exercise, aren't we, Joanne? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we are. <laughs> and so I know that Joanne is a, a Pilates enthusiast. That's true. And, uh, and so Joanne and I have done some Pilates together, haven't we, Joanne? Yeah, we have. It's been really yeah. good. Oh, well, thank you. And so you've come back to Pilates after a bit of a break. That's right. Um, oh. I've come back because I originally came along after having a sore back. It was recommended to me and then I took a break, but now I've come back and I have to say it does make a difference, so I have to keep it going. Oh, well, you don't have to say that, but thank you for saying it. It's true. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Not too many people say it to me for it not to be true, Joanne, is the thing. Mm -hmm. um, and so moving forwards, we're both uh, uh, ladies of a certain age. That's true. Yeah, um, and so the thing that I've noticed is every day that goes by, I don't get any younger. <laughs> <laughs> That's also true. <laughs> true. Sad but true. So, uh, you know, so it's inevitable, this uh, march of time. And yet there are so many things we can do to mitigate the effects on our bodies of the march of time. And so I think that, um, you know, the quality of our lives moving forwards really hinges upon grasping the nettle at this stage, uh, particularly at this stage. And that is if you've never exercised before, or even if you currently have a really healthy exercise routine, but it's something that we just need to keep on doing. And so uh, for those people who are maybe thinking about uh, making some changes in their lives uh, for the better, uh, health lifestyle changes, then I just wondered, your work in health promotion, Joanne, I, what sort of things would you advise people to do to help them to navigate this route towards making changes? Um, I think when people come along to me, they often have a goal in mind of what they want. Um, and it's about how they're going to get there. And often, um, you know, we have to have that conversation um, about just taking it in small chunks so that it's not a really huge goal. You know, maybe just look at the goal and think, is this too big? Or, um, But it's through discussion and just eliciting that from them rather than me trying to tell them how to do it you yeah. know um you make a good point actually isn't it but uh, but i think we we have to come to a place where we decide for ourselves that that now is the time that we want to uh, maybe embrace a new routine a new habit whatever it is um, or get rid of an old one, it, you know, it could be either, couldn't it? And so um, it's, it's making those decisions. What, what helps people to come to that place, do you think, where they, they suddenly feel like it's the time is now? 
I don't know whether, like, obviously for us, because like you said, we're of a certain age and you suddenly think, I maybe need to make some changes so that my quality of life going forward is, is as good as it can be. So if somebody is doing a behavior that's possibly risky or that they, they know that it's, it's not good for them, that they sometimes, you know, they'll come along and they'll think, right, I need to look at changing this. Um, yeah, I mean, risky behaviour. I, I, in the context of exercise, what I would <laughs> no, no, but seriously, I would call high intensity training. Yeah. That's risky behaviour, if you're asking me. <laughs> you know, so you know, so that we don't want to start. You've got to start with a goal in mind, and maybe that is to to feel healthier, to feel better, to feel fitter, to. Um, maybe it's looking in the mirror and you think, oh, that's something needs to change. Uh, and so something brings us to that place where we make this decision to, uh, to do something. And then, and then it's really the how. And I think, you know, what you said about having a goal in mind is really, um, it's really appropriate that we, we sort of narrow it down to a place where you can almost write it in a sentence. And then once you get to that place, then you can start to break it into down, down into how do we how do we achieve this goal? So, like you said, manageable chunks, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, really. And and you know, for lots of people, exercise specifically is something that they they maybe haven't done before, and so they need guidance. And, and you know, this is something that I did. You know, doing a video online, you're not going to get the guidance, are you? That that maybe uh, working with somebody either in the flesh, <laughs> mm -hmm. that feels like quite a long time off just at the moment, getting face to face with mm -hmm. But because um, we're, we're recording this during uh, week 11, I think we are, aren't we? Of this something like that. I think someone said it was 80 odd days, 80 oh, days or something. Gosh, we could have yeah. gone around the world in 80 days. Phileas <laughs> 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 Bob went round. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh 80 days yeah but you know times like this kind of either you know you totally lose the will to live or it brings you into focus a little bit about maybe you've got time to think about uh, your life a little bit and uh, reflect and and moving forwards plan a future mm -hmm. and that's the thing probably at times less like you're right people will refocus think what they can do differently have a bit more time that they didn't used to have i guess but on the other hand there are some people who as long as they come out the other side of it mentally fit then that's also good even if they haven't particularly dipped into exercise you know but i guess it just gives people time to think i think some people arrive at the decision to make a change because they don't feel good so if you feel sluggish or you know that you're not getting enough exercise possibly your nutrition's not that great you're maybe not drinking enough you know all of those things and suddenly i don't know if it's what oprah calls an aha moment yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that you suddenly think hang on a minute and then once you start to get into that phase of contemplation and you know thinking about it and you start to move through it and you know take the action and sometimes people can just think about it and take action like straight away whereas for other people it's going to just take a wee bit of time 
Um, yes. So, I, sorry. No, no, I think that's right. What you said now, you know, sometimes the, the fact that we've got this bit more time on our hands, you said people realize they maybe don't feel quite as good. And you know what? When you're on that treadmill of getting up, going to work, coming home from work, cooking a dinner, you know, going to bed again, you don't necessarily have that opportunity to really notice how you feel, mm -hmm. actually. And so maybe this is an opportunity for people to, to just have that awakening about, uh, actually, you know what, I, I, maybe I don't feel so fantastic. And, uh, and, you know, I must say, I have seen so many people out walking that normally when I, because I've always done quite a bit of, you know, wandering mm -hmm. around the streets and uh, <laughs> countryside, probably, I should say. Um, and so there's so many more people out there and that just doing that is going to make us feel a whole lot better isn't it the fresh air and the it is and that's the thing and the thing about walking is it doesn't cost anything yes it's good to have reasonable footwear but for me having had a dog for almost 10 years I can see the difference in me compared to before that even though I did do exercise but I dipped in and out of it you know I would you know away in the beginning when I lived in Coningsby I would be in two step classes a night or whatever and then I would go through a lull where I didn't do anything. And yeah. then sort of we moved here and we got a dog. And um, even looking at like how I look, I think that's been so beneficial to me doing one or two dog walks a day for 10 years. <gasps> so something really simple yeah. actually can make a huge difference. And yes, it's really good for your mental health as well. Gets you out of breath a bit, you know, that kind of thing. So... I mean, if, if people are sort of worried about jumping in and, you know, doing something that walking's a great place to start. Oh, undoubtedly, undoubtedly. And, um, you know, your cardiovascular health is improved. And, you know, like you said, you do want to walk uh, briskly enough that you are starting to get a little bit out of breath. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and that has the, the health benefits, just the exposure to the sunlight, the vitamin D, the... Uh, the, the air increased blood flow to the brain. I mean, it's, it's helpful for uh, combating uh, um, cognitive uh, de decline also, isn't it? So Absolutely. It, it's such a good thing. And uh, so the thing, and, and uh, for the bones, you know, I'm talking quite a bit with people about bone health. And so, you know, load bearing through the lower limb, the pelvis and the spine, that's, that's beneficial for all of those bones. Um, but actually, it's not the end of the story as far as I'm concerned. And that, you know, particularly with the passage of time, we lose muscle. And, um, and so the muscle, obviously, of the upper limb uh, is, is not really going to be influenced a whole lot by walking. Mm -hmm. And so, it, you know, it is definitely a huge, if there's nothing else that you do in your day, then definitely do that. Uh, you know, I, I would definitely say that. But but really to have a holistic, uh, balanced routine of, uh, of strengthening for muscles and bones is going to be beneficial. Um, and then the other element that I love about Pilates in particular is uh, the posture. Mm. You know, because you do see quite a lot of people, if you're out walking your dog twice a day for 10 years, Joanne, you've seen quite a lot of people out walking. <laughs> so, and I, yeah, yeah, seriously. I, I think half of it is sometimes the weather in this country makes us kind of 
bundle ourselves on, bend over forwards. You know, we're battling the gales and the wind and the rain. And so, you know, you're not always in the best uh, alignment for the spine, are you, when you're doing that? No, and I've been, I know that, because um, I've had to go for physio and things, just with different things with my back over the years, and my posture is quite, well, it's better now because I do all the things they've told me to do. But, you know, I think I've got a wee bit of a curve up here because I've always kind of walked looking down. Yeah. You know? so, um, so now, well, actually, with the first Pilates class I went to, she was saying about looking into the distance because oh. you know how often we only see we don't see very far away because we've got we're surrounded by like walls and we're not often out well yeah, yeah. people aren't often out to, so she was saying you have to look up and look and see more and it means that you're going to lift your head yeah you know. i like that i like that i mean definitely um where the eyes are looking mm -hmm. for me definitely is a guide as to what position your head and neck are going to be in and this is this is really crucial uh, for us to consider that head and neck alignment it's not something that lots of Pilates uh, teachers will talk about as much as the pelvis and the lumbar spine area and the core muscles uh, but yeah, that, that's a really good one, actually. And I like the idea of thinking about lifting the breastbone mm -hmm. or the sternum, if you want to give it a I think I just did that there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just did it? Yeah. <laughs> when you said it. <laughs> you, you can't help it. It's, like, it's like a reflex. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's... Um, yeah, so that for me, the postural part of the piece is because, you know, it's all very well being fit and able to walk, but if you bent double, that's not <laughs> yeah. good, is it? <laughs> not at all. And I think getting older, it's probably a combination of like walking, maybe swimming, maybe um, Pilates, yoga, all these kinds of things that are going to keep you that wee bit more flexible. Um, and yes... I think, and the problem is, it isn't just—it isn't just one thing. No, it is having a variety of things in your life. But you know, and the other thing is, it's got to be something you enjoy. I bet you know, for you helping people to make changes, that's that must be something that you latch onto. You know, what it is that they enjoy to do, or yeah, because if you don't enjoy it, you're not going to keep it up. No. You know, that's, that's the thing. But, you know, sometimes when people are speaking to me, they'll, they'll have a goal in mind and then, you know, I'll kind of discuss about why they want to do it. Mm. And, how, you know, so why is it you want to do this? And how do you think you're going to do it? What have you done in the past? You know, what can you bring to this time? What did you learn from before that may possibly didn't work, but what were the things that did work? Because there would have been, and you can bring it to this time for the changes that you want to make. So do you think uh, something like keeping a diary, is that something you ask people to do? Some people like to do that because um, it really motivates them. But other people, you can tell if you're maybe chatting about it, they're not interested. <laughs> no, and I think that's absolutely right. Uh, you know, there's not a one-size-fits-all approach, is there? Mm -hmm. um, but the writing it down kind of makes you accountable doesn't it because you're writing it down and then you see it you know I guess it's like for some people maybe if they're doing a food diary and you know they're putting 
well, I had three Mars bars today, so you don't really want to write that. So maybe tomorrow you'll only have two. <laughs> maybe that's a bit of an exaggeration. You make a good point that if you, yeah, if you were being accountable, and even if it is only to yourself, just putting something down on paper. Um, you know, at the moment, I, I don't know if I mentioned this to you, but I'm doing my 200-hour yoga teacher training also. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, I would do that. Maybe I didn't mention it. So, um, I've, I mean, I love yoga and I love Pilates, and I think the two together, for me, it's the best insurance policy you will ever invest in doing these kinds of things. Um, uh, and so anyway, I'm supposed to write down every day, well, you know, each week, how much practice teaching I do, how much practice yoga I, I do for myself, okay. you know. And so you do, it does start to, you, you know, you look back in the diary and you start to think, oh, oh maybe I haven't done enough this week and I need to do more. And and you know, time passes so quickly. I don't, I don't know. It's a middle-aged woman thing, I know. But <laughs> I think time's passing quickly at the moment because we're not really doing anything different. If we were experiencing new things, then it might seem yeah the days are longer. But actually, at the moment, it's because I, I was saying to my husband, I was thinking, how come time is passing actually quite quickly? But that'll be the reason. Yeah, yeah, it's just the same every day, and it's, mm -hmm. it, it goes past, and you hardly notice it. I know. When it when the lockdown first started, I did sort of think, even for myself, I thought, right, I need to do a bit more exercise. Here's the opportunity. So, um, I thought, well, I'd a quick look on YouTube, and I thought, well, I'll try Joe Wicks, <laughs> but that didn't last long because it said it was for beginners. But Simon had said, well, that's beginners. It could be age twenty. To to what you know you're 50 odd so it could be a 20 year old beginner because i was getting up going oh so i thought right no and then i tried zumba which actually was beginners and that was good because i you know it i don't have any rhythm really but it was i was laughing while i was doing it even though i was doing it myself but then i hurt my calf doing that and then so i was thinking this is why the pilates i thought well yeah it's less likely that I'm going to do something. You know, and this is this is the thing that I say to lots of people, the Pilates insurance policy, what that means is when you are strong in the center of the body, then you are much less likely to hurt yourself doing all these other crazy <laughs> things. And so I really see it as something that facilitates us moving mm -hmm. forwards, um, aging well, you know, being able to do all the things that we love to do, whether it's Zumba, whether it's Joe Wicks, non, you know, high impact, whatever. I nearly said nonsense, <laughs> and I shouldn't say. <laughs> but like when I look at you when you're doing your Pilates and I see your posture and I see how you move, that really motivates me because I do think when you see people who are doing that and it looks effortless. Yeah. But it, and I think, well, I want to possibly get somewhere like that. So I guess that's my goal. I love that. I love that. That you can put your, and do you know what? I say this to people in sessions, it should feel effortless. Mm -hmm. and so in the beginning, it doesn't necessarily feel effortless. Um, I like that you think it looks effortless when I do it because it, 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 that's how you would get the most out of it. You're going to get the best 
most appropriate muscle activation when it feels effortless. Mm -hmm. um, so that, I like that. When I see that, then it motivates me because I think, yeah, that, that is really, really good and I want some of that. Yeah, well, I think that's really kind of you to say that because, you know, you don't always feel that it looks effortless and you don't always feel graceful when you're doing it because you know I am only human like everybody else and coming into the you know early to approach in the mid 50s not I mean you know you you start to see everybody on YouTube looking younger than you and uh, you know maybe slimmer than you and all of the rest of this and you start to judge yourself and think, and think um, you can't compete with that but I think for the women that I hope to help, uh, I hope I, I can, you know, just inspire people a little bit to think that it is possible because it is possible. And, and you know, I really just want to carry people on this journey towards a better, you know, and it isn't always about being thinner or uh, slimmer or lighter or, you know, all of that. I, I want people to be fitter and stronger and uh you know just feel so much better for what they're yeah doing. absolutely and for me if i see somebody who's athletic again mm. i think you know that that is a that is a good look because they're fit and strong yeah. you know rather than you're right about being slim or and i think as you get older you realize that no one actually cares you know <laughs> you care but no one else is bothered no we're invisible now. <laughs> Simon's mum used to say that, that was my mother-in-law. <laughs> she was like 70 odd, but not that I'm saying you should be invisible when you're 70, but no, she did no. She did say that once you get to a certain age. Yeah, you start no. to feel invisible. But that shouldn't be, just because <laughs> you're getting invisible, shouldn't be a license to let it all go, should it be? Exactly, exactly. It's funny because my um, mother-in-law used to say, of say oh look like with her trousers about how they were loose and I used to think for goodness sake will I be like that when I'm in her 70s and I thought actually that's not a bad thing that she still wanted to be as neat as she could be she liked her garden she liked walking all these kinds of things and, I, and but, you know it's funny how at the time I thought I'm not sure that's a good thing but now I think no it was yeah, no, I think you're right. Uh, it's a sort of accountability measure. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, and so that's something else that, that to build into your, uh, your programme for change, really, is how, how do you monitor the situation moving forwards? Um, you know, is it with a diary? Is it with uh, how your clothes feel? Is it with how many push-ups you can do you know what I mean it, it's different for everyone isn't it and for me and I think as long as there's always a wee bit of progress it doesn't have to be some amazing jump because that's not going to happen let's face it but if if there's wee bits of progress going along then that is what motivates you to keep going yeah yeah I like that I like that it's uh uh, and apparently somebody was telling me about this about the internet and if you were 20 years younger you might we might have known this Joanne but if, you know when you see on the internet where they take the before picture mm -hmm. and then this picture that supposedly uh, I don't know six weeks later or three weeks later or whatever um, 
and the young lad next door was telling me that that, that it's all made up and it's not actually real and <laughs> yeah that <laughs> glad to hear it <laughs> glad to hear it because i was really thinking it was real <laughs> I know. I think if you have to put it on there in the first place, I mean, maybe you, you feel that by doing that, that there is some sort of accountability, but I certainly won't be doing that. No, don't do that. I'm not <laughs> going to do that, Joanne. But it's in how you feel, isn't it? And, and if it's feeling taller, if mm -hmm. it's feeling uh, just a little uh, stronger, then, you know, this is, this is all we're trying to do moving forwards. Keep, keep, moving forwards in a healthy way and i think it's remembering to give yourself a pat on the back because you know we're not good at that we're not good at taking compliments you know whereas we, we really have to think about that because you know if someone gives you a compliment it should be thank you or if you've done something and you've achieved something um no matter what it is you should be thinking hey i did that you know but we're not good at that no, we're not good at that. But I, I like I like that, that we need to pat ourselves on the back. And, you know, we might be the only person who does that, mightn't we, at the end of the day. So we mm -hmm. have to, uh, yeah. It's funny, I was at a, a thing at work, I can't remember. Oh, it was a management course. And um, the girl was in charge, or in charge of, sort of lecturing kind of thing. She'd said she would look at, you know, she said, how do people feel getting up in the morning, coming to work? It's often a bit of a drag. So you're already getting into a kind of negative state before you've even had your breakfast. Um, and she said she gets up in the morning and she looks in the mirror and she says, this is Scottish. <laughs> On your cell, you're absolutely brilliant. <laughs> she says that every morning. <laughs> and I thought, actually, and she said that sets her up for the day and it makes her laugh. Yeah, you know, and I thought, well, if that's works, you know, there are certain things that somebody can look in the mirror and say, hey, this is gonna be a good day, or I feel great, or I've achieved this, or, you know. I think there's a lot we can learn from a lot of the management gurus. That's kind <laughs> of a, a management sort of, you know, you can see Tony Robbins doing that on yeah. can't you? You know, giving yourself that motivational speech, but there's a lot we can take from that. You know, the 80-20 rule is another one. What you do 80% of the time is what matters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, we can all fall off the wagon occasionally and not beat ourselves up about it. Um, you know, and that, and that you building yourself up. Nobody, mm -hmm. Maybe nobody else is going to do that. We should do that for ourselves. Mm -hmm. I know. And it's as if, if you've, if you've achieved something, then that's a really good thing and it's just reminding yourself of that you know but that's a kind of maybe sometimes a difficult mindset to get into yeah no, but it can right. be done <laughs> the positive the positive mindset and uh yeah it is a challenge isn't it but uh, yeah but it's worth trying uh especially at the moment with things the way they are just to, to remind ourselves you know it's going to be okay uh, yeah, mm -hmm. everything we do, taking a step in the right direction, then that's that's a good thing. It is. So yeah, thank you so much for your time this afternoon, Joanne. <laughs> Thanks, Philip. That was lovely. We've enjoyed chatting, haven't we? Yes, it's been really nice. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thanks so much, and. Uh,
I'm looking forward to seeing you again in our Pilates classes. You will do. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.